This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, November 28th. Brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Drought impact study is out. Cal OSHA drops exclusion pay. And California confronts tree deaths. Farm labor survey prompts call for legislation. Drought study reveals $1.2 billion in losses. Earlier this month, AgriPulse reported early results from an economic impact study on the drought showing a loss of $1.2 billion in crop value. UC Merced has now published those findings. The loss amounts to nearly 5% drop in crop value and follows $810 million in losses in 2021. Food processing lost $845 million in 2022, which means the two industries together suffered suffered $2 billion in value-added losses, costing nearly 20,000 jobs. But it could have been even worse. The researchers note that land idling, groundwater pumping, and water trading averted deeper impacts. Idle land increased by 750,000 acres compared to 2019, with more than half of that in Sacramento Valley. We need to more fully invest in building climate resilience in our rural, agriculture-dependent communities as they are on the front lines of climate impacts to their economic base, said UC Merced professor Joshua Viers, the co-author of the report. Cal OSHA drops exclusion pay from pandemic rules. Exclusion pay for exposed workers is once again off the table for Cal OSHA's COVID-19 workplace regulations. Heating calls from labor groups, the agency's governing board directed staff in October to revive the provision in the proposed extension of the emergency standard. Fearing that would delay implementation for months, however, the board flipped yet again this month and dropped the provision that according to Western Growers. The board plans to approve the revised proposal at the December 15 meeting with the two-year extension taking effect at the start of the year. Californians stumble with new irrigation regime. The State Water Board celebrated a bump up in urban water conservation this month, but then did some hand-wringing over an uptick in residential tree deaths this year. The legislature passed a controversial measure in September, setting a lower threshold for the amount of water Californians should use per capita. Lawmakers initially shot down the measure, but revived it at the last minute. Now state and local water agencies are grappling with how to implement the permanent conservation standard while encouraging residents to still water their trees. Board member Doreen Diadamato stressed the importance of establishing more tree canopies to thwart the urban heat island effect, especially in low-income neighborhoods. Local water agencies in Orange County cautioned that ripping out front lawns can cost upwards of $20,000 per household, though incentive grants help some. The board debated at length over how much efficiency homeowners can squeeze out of sprinklers. Amid the technical discussion, board chair Joaquin Esquivel 
reminded everyone the water use efficiency target is simply a journey and not the destination. It is just the beginning of a years-long effort for local agencies to recalibrate their water management for the new metric. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Farm Labor Survey prompts renewed call for legislation. The produce industry is pointing to the release of USDA's Farm Labor Survey the day before Thanksgiving as a reason for passing the farm workforce legislation. The survey, used to help determine the hourly rate for the H-2A program, shows wages for workers were up 7% from the same week in October 21 to 17.56 an hour. As a result of the survey and the Labor Department's wage formula, quote, we anticipate the national adverse effect wage rate will be $16.62, an increase of 6.8% over the current year, the International Fresh Produce Association said. Across the country, individual state AEWRs now range from between 1367 to a high of 1865 in California. The highest single increase on a percentage basis was in Florida, where the AEWR increased by almost 15.5%. IFPA and other groups were pushing the Senate to pass workforce legislation, which has already cleared the House but the chances appear slim in the limited time afforded by the lame duck session. Now take note, about 785,000 workers were working in the October reference week, representing a slight increase of about 2% from the year prior. Nearly one-third were in California, Washington, and Oregon. Another 3.3% were in Florida. Booker targets depopulation methods in new bill. Senator Cory Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, has dropped a bill late in the legislative session. It's designed to prevent the use of inhumane methods to depopulate diseased animals in the event of disease, that including commonly employed practices of water-based foam. Booker's bill is backed by dozens of groups, including the ASPCA, the Center for Food Safety, and the Northeast Organic Dairy Alliance. It would impose a fee of a dollar per animal unit to fund a high-risk animal feeding operation disaster mitigation fund, which will be utilized to enforce disaster mitigation plans and ensure the most humane practices are used if depopulation is absolutely necessary, Booker's office said in a news release. Vilsack expects outsized ag role at 23 climate conference. Following the historic day-long agriculture focus at this year's International Climate Conference, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says a partnership with next year's host nation should offer a chance for the ag sector to take an even more important role. 
The United Arab Emirates is set to host the COP28 event next year in Dubai. This year's event wrapped up last week in Egypt. UAE's role as a host will offer the country to shape the agenda to give additional time for the Aim for Climate effort UAE and the United States jointly announced at the COP26 in Glasgow, Scotland in 2021. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Well, here's today's He Said It. It's too bad we have to break things in order to fix it. That Jeffrey Mount, a senior fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California during PPIC's annual water conference. Mount argued the state is learning to live with less after we broke our water supply system in the Central Valley and are now doing so along the Colorado River system as well. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, November 28th, brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.